This week, we're going to we have a bit of a different show this week, but we'll get to that in a minute. But I'm going to talk about whiskey, ephemera, collectible stuff, that kind of thing. Stuff surrounding whiskey. Uh, I don't have a huge amount of it, but I, I cobbled together the little bits that I have. <laughs> He's been doing the housework. Uh, that's what. That's what. That's that's what. That's what's been said. Uh, Just a night employment today. I had tour guiding today. All right. Very good. Very very yeah. good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, you walked miles today, did you? Yeah. I did. I was. I was showing uh, two two very pleasant, nice people around the the city of Belfast. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, me and Justin are both tourist guides. That's what we do for a living. When when it used to be a <laughs> <laughs> when it used to when it, when it used to be a trade. Yes, no, no, no. Um, there's nobody coming, so it's very hard to guide people around. So uh, yeah, I got paid employment today. I was I was genuinely chuffed. Yeah. So uh, what was that like today? Did you get wet then? No. Oh, dry as a bone. It was nice all day. Nice all day. It was really nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, listen, we're, we're for a packed show tonight. Uh, it's a wee bit different. You, you, we're, we're, I've got my glasses on because we're basically going to do the news headlines like the two runnies here now, are we? Yes. If I could have found a pair of plain glasses today, I probably would have bought them, and that way I'd have looked a bit more intelligent and uh, <laughs> like the two runnies. But I think what we, what we do is this week in whiskey, um, do a couple of news stories about what's been going on in the world of whiskey. Now, first up, I was sort of thinking I should maybe do it like Fiona Bruce. You know the way she shakes her head when it's a bad story. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the horrible announcement that two of the most iconic bars in Belfast, one of which is possibly the best whiskey bar in Ireland, potentially the best whiskey bar in Ireland, are to close for the foreseeable future and at the, at the minute uh, permanently with the loss of um, around 100 jobs. So the Duke of York and the Hart Bar, uh, two fabulous bars, both owned by the same guy, both owned by the same company, Commercial Ends, and there's no prospect of them opening owing to the ongoing coronavirus. Uh, pandemic horrific absolutely horrible uh, they had uh, dates to open up didn't open up they closed fairly early they were one of the first to close when the pandemic started and there's no prospect of them opening before next year so they'll not be open at Christmas really no matter what happens uh, as I say 100 staff uh, I know Lily Jack I know how tough a decision that would have been for him he, he's always been very good to his staff, always very, has employed people for a very long time. It's horrific. He gave a press release, he posted a thing on Twitter as well, and he wrote, we will meet again, we know where, just not when, again. So, as I say, horrible news, horrible. Next up. That, that's not good at all, Marty, is it? No, not good at all. As I say, these are iconic bars uh, that hugely popular and the fact that they haven't opened and they're part of a the small independence you, you, you sort of think what chance do they have what chance do they have if big players like like the duke of york and the heart bar say they can't make it so horrendous absolutely horrendous news for belfast and, and wider community as well so what's next next up is two well, exciting releases from Irish uh, distilleries. First off, we have the Waterford. This is an organic whiskey. This is the first certified organic whiskey, which has already been shortlisted for the National Organic Awards. Uh, first organic whiskey in Ireland, just say. It's 50% uh, ABV, it's non-chill filtered, no colorant, no etc. Retails about £80 and is called uh, Gaia. After after the Gaia theory, I think, you know, the G Professor James Lovelock's theory that all the world really works as, as almost uh, one living organism. So it's named after that. Uh, Eight pounds a bottle. Don't know, but I'd have to try it and see. Uh, but I like, I like that. I like the idea of people doing this kind of thing and taking it seriously and important. So organic whiskey, 
if, if you want to be uh, more eco-friendly, if you like. Next up, Teelings. New Pita Triple Distilled Black Pits. This is distilled at their distillery in Dublin and is the first Pita Irish whiskey distilled there for a very, very long time. I'm not sure, I'm not sure how long it would be, but it's Pita is 46% uh, ABV, again non chill filtered, finished in bourbon and wine casks. Uh, it's it's about I've read in the press release it's about 15 ppm part per million of peter. So that that's that's not very heavily peter. It's not a peat monster whiskey, but it's 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 a peat triple distilled Irish whiskey from their own distillery, uh, which is quite exciting in its own way. Retails about 54 pounds a bottle, uh, and 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 I think that'd be it's a nice addition to their already quite large range. So those are two new Irish whiskies this week, available for pre-order. They look very stylish, don't they? They, they, they do, they do. I, I really like Waterford's blue bottling. I think it really, really, really stands out. Looks really quite, quite chic. I like it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, good, good, good. My, uh, other news uh, this week as well. Controversial. A Californian distillery called Bespoken Spirits uh, have said that they can age whiskey in a few days, not years. They can do bespoke whiskies in days. Just like that? Pretty much. They say they can do whiskey in days using science and technology, using activation tech, whatever that means. Is this lasers, is it? It could be robots, Justin. It could be lasers. It could be helium gas, for all I know. I don't know. But they say they, say they can make whiskey, age-old whiskey, in days rather than years. They say, they claim, it uses 97% less wood, because obviously you don't have, they're not putting in casks for a lifetime, and it's 20% more spirit because there's no angel share. So, they say that they can tailor make a whiskey to the customer's needs in days. Hmm. I, 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 I would. I think I would like to try this. I, I, I have my suspicions, but under Scottish and Irish law, that wouldn't be whiskey because it has to be aged for a minimum of three years in wood. Okay. Or, oh, All right. Be whiskey. Yeah, that 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 is a weird one. Let us know what you think in that, and uh, we'll uh, give you a mention as the show progresses tonight. And uh, I think you've got uh, one or more final, one or two more final items of news tonight, Marty. Couple of little ones. Da, da, da. The US and EU trade uh, war. American exports of whiskey to the EU. Now that is also currently including. Um, Irish whiskies and stuff. I, uh, Britain uh, falls under the same category because it was imposed last year. American exports of whiskey to the EU have dropped forty-one percent. They have because the EU has imposed a twenty-five percent tax since June twenty eighteen. Sales are down from seven hundred and fifty-seven million dollars to four hundred and forty-nine million. Wow! American, American imports of Scotch have fallen 35%, down to $852 million from $1.31 billion. Now, uh, this is not good for the industry. Uh, I, I, trade wars, I find very... Mm, I, don't, I don't protect the egg. I'm, I'm, I'm very much a free trade person. Uh, it's, it's quite obvious that this is going to hit the industry quite hard. Certainly in the in the short term, so yeah, the sooner the sooner these guys wise uh, up, the better. I think you know, get the whiskey flowing. Finally, whiskey cask investment. Whiskey cask investment has now been revealed to be outperforming Bitcoin, the SP five hundred, or gold in terms of an investment. A group this week found that a hundred thousand dollars. 
invested in July 2018 would be worth $160,000 today. So you can imagine a massive increase. Investors have been chasing different investments as interest rates remain low. Now, is this, where, is this where you got the money to buy the mirror? <laughs> this is a poster, Justin. This is a poster. This is a, this is a, really, nice, really, a very nice guy. Um, if anyone reads this and automatically thinks about jumping in to buy these casks, make yourself aware of what you're doing. There are taxes to be paid if you buy them yourself. There are bottling fees. There's a whole pile of fees to, to take into consideration. But there are companies that will invest on your behalf. And it's basically the same as any other sort of um, asset procurement, you know, unit trusts or anything like that. Do your homework before you would invest. Certainly, if you're going to invest 100000 you need to do your homework. Uh, but you can make money on it. Just be very careful, okay? Because there are... Like most of these things, there are sort of cowboys about. So, yeah, just take be care, take care, and be aware of any potential pitfalls before you invest any money. And that's the weekend whiskey. <laughs> uh, very good, very good. Uh, seems to be a lot happening in the world of whiskey. Now, uh, let's uh, see what you're saying yourself tonight. Uh, so we've got lots of people watching all around the world. And remember, if you say something. Uh, the comments do appear live on the screen here. Uh, and uh, Mark Kerr saying there's weird sounds. I don't think there's any weird sounds tonight. Are there? There was me typing in the keyboard before we started when the countdown went. Mark, you, you have a very acute sense of hearing. Uh, Patrick Mulkey is saying good evening. Uh, <laughs> Trevor Watson is saying good evening. Uh Julie uh, Mason is saying hi all. Uh, Mark's saying good evening again. Good evening again. Hello, good evening, and welcome. Uh, <laughs> Julie Mason saying excellent, Marty. Uh, Mark Kerr is saying that was an excellent uh, news item. Uh, my glasses look very nice. This is one of my many pairs of glasses, but this is the only one for actually watching the computer screen. But I have them on tonight so as I can actually see the screen. <laughs> uh, Mark Kerr's given the smiley, uh, unsmiley face because of the situations tonight. It's not good. No, it's not good. Marty, you didn't have a good a good sense of, well, a sense of foreboding that struck you when you were walking around Belfast today a bit, yeah? Uh, um, for a Saturday in Belfast, it was very, very quiet. Um, it was the Cathedral Quarter was dead. There was hardly a sinner. There was a couple of there was a couple of tourists walking about. Um, I was talking to McHugh's, the staff of McHugh's, and they were saying that they're not getting very many customers. It's very very slow. That you know all the bars, all the city centre bars are feeling it, and you do have to wonder when, when the Duke of York is closed and said that they're closed for the foreseeable future and laying off their staff. I mean, I said that. It's not a good omen for very many places, to be honest. The small, certainly the small independent ones, I, I struggle to see how they're going to do it. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, Shane said, listen, a lot more mentions to get through. I better run through them before we get to the the, the goodies, the stuff that makes uh, whiskey interesting. Uh, Michael Matthews is saying, uh, evening, lads. I'm afraid the new world normal will not be kind to the licensed trade. Yes, it's not looking good. Uh and then Jordy Burke's back from Prince Edward Island in Canada. Good evening to you and uh, uh, Canada. Bonsoir, Canada. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like Eurovision there. <laughs> I know, I know. We didn't have Eurovision this year, so we'll have to do it. Um, <laughs> Yul Price is saying he has the black pits on order. There you mm. go. Uh, that's uh, good news there. The black pits is on order. There you go. That's what it looks like. Pretty impressive. It's almost like steampunk that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's supposed to be. Obviously, I haven't tasted it because it's not it's not out yet. But uh, it's, it's it's this has been added now to their core range, so you you be able to buy this. This isn't like a one off limited edition thing. So this is going to be added to their, their core range. Um, I I I as you know like a peanut whiskey. Um, this will be a mild peanut whiskey, but probably a lot more punchier than you think. You know. Sounds nice. Sounds nice, in my opinion. Uh, William Sen, good evening. Yes, we had the pleasure of meeting William this week, and we'll, we'll maybe give his his sort of uh, 
coffee infused uh, uh, whiskey or whiskey infused coffee. I mentioned got that the wrong way around. Wishful thinking. Um, Julie saying those two whiskies look very, very impressive. They certainly do. There's the other one, the Waterford one. Uh, Micah Sampson is saying this is kind of hilarious. Is it? <laughs> yeah, we have the same script writers as Saturday Night Live, Micah. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that, that's why it's so good. And somebody's noticed it. Shane Foley has noticed. I wonder if you have a son, would you name an Axel Foley? Is that a whiskey scented candle? Put that close to the screen and I'll put it put it on. Look at that there. Look at that there. Look at that there. It is a whiskey scented ca candle. You know? You know? Aroma. Aroma <laughs> the whiskey. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Micah Samson says, makes me think uh, more about starting my own distillery. If I can make something good within weeks, that tastes ages for years. Yes, just talking about the instant whiskey. Yeah. yeah it's, I, I guess if, if it works, fair enough. Um, I'm sure it'll be palatable enough in comparison to some of the whiskeys that there are about. Um, I'm sure they probably make nice enough spirit. But you have to remember. Legally, if you did that in Ireland or did it in Scotland, you can't make whiskey unless it's aged for three years in a barrel. So, what, <laughs> what you would call what you would call would be a strange one. Uh, and Mike is saying, "Free the whiskey" is the hashtag for this. Free the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, that that's a fantastic <laughs> hashtag. Uh, Jordy Burke is saying he loves the poster, but we'll get that later. Okay, um, and uh, Julie Mason thinks. The headlines are a very, very nice addition to the current show with the, the whiskey news. Very good. Uh, yeah. You know, something like that. I, I was going to do that, but then the copyright people would have cut us off then, so we, we, di we didn't do that. Uh, Stanley Song saying good evening. Evening, Stanley. Uh, William saying it was great to meet us uh, during the week. It was indeed nice to meet you too. Andrew... Yeah. Andrew McAllister is tuning in from uh, Banbridge. And Haggy <laughs> Hagelund is greetings from Sweden. And yes. This is like the Eurovision Song Contest. It is. Um, uh, sh shall I do it? Shall I do the Swedish one? Shall I? Go ahead. Helgemiga Algeweagle. <laughs> I just made that up. It's good, but it is good. Listen, at least you're watching us in Sweden. There's certain people in Norwegian whiskey groups and Australians, and we're persona non grata. Isn't that <laughs> right, Marty? They don't, they don't like us for some they don't, reason. They don't understand how social media works, and they don't like us. So there you go. It's, it's, not, it's, it's, not, it's not Norway. It's no way. No. Nil point for, for Marty and Austin. But no, Social media is about being social. It's about spreading, socialising and sending stuff across. <laughs> Whenever you, do it, you send stuff to them and they go, no, 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 and away they go. It's, uh, yeah. And, uh, and uh, Jordi Burke is saying, uh, nous sommes tout le monde québécois en Canada. <laughs> ne pas. There you go. Look at that there. Jordi, don't say we, we don't uh, cater for all the audience. There you go, Jordi. Couldn't resist that. Sorry. Keep <laughs> keep watching. Don't tune out. Um, yeah, don't, don't uh, uh, greetings from Balamina. It's not quite as cool as, as as Prince Edward Island. It's not. It's probably warmer in Balamina than Prince Edward Island. Jordy uh, Burke is saying very cool Canada. Yeah, uh, very cool candle. I can nearly speak tonight. <laughs> your, your, your price is saying, Marty. We need to pay Stanley a visit and do a Chinese whiskey night. I'm sure he'd be happy. Yeah. Uh, for, anyone, for anyone who doesn't know, Stanley Sung is the proprietor of the Go Sun uh, Chinese restaurant in Balamina. Been in business 50, 53 years, unless I'm mistaken, which probably makes him the oldest Chinese in Northern Ireland, the longest running Chinese in Northern Ireland. And there's a very good reason for that. His food's superb. And he also has quite a large whiskey collection, which I try and demolish as often as I possibly can. But... Uh, we, we, we'll have to get a run in. We'll have to get a run in with you. All right. I, I don't know how many Chinese, so we won't do that. All right. Me <laughs> I was going to do that, but I'll, I'll leave it to you. So Shane Riley yeah. is saying greetings from Dublin. Uh, you know, we would speak Irish, but nobody would understand it, so we won't do that. All right? So <laughs> where, where are we? Uh, we're 20 minutes in. We haven't even bloody started the show tonight. 
I know, I know. That's your fault. That's your fault. Uh, can I just pull you on something, by the way, Justin? Yeah. On last week, whenever we posted a photo when me and you were down at the Bothy, down with William. Yeah. I, someone remarked that I wasn't wearing my green jumpers, one of my green jumpers. At which point I said I wear it whenever I'm doing this for continuity purposes. And you said it was a costume. No, and I said it's a uniform, Justin. It's when the people people working in McDonald's that are cooking the burgers, they wear a uniform. The boy that dresses as Ronald McDonald wears the costume. So this is a uniform, Justin. <laughs> it is. It's a uniform. Whereas I just uh, throw whatever's on me. Uh, some weeks I don't, I don't even have any trousers on. That's why we get done for nudity. <laughs> no, I didn't. We never, I don't know where that came from. Listen, look at this here. This is where you get this coffee that we had. And, uh, you know, we're not endorsing it, but we're saying, listen, uh, if you fancy it, it would make it something nice for Christmas. There's the full details on screen. It is fabulous. And you never know uh, yes. if, if if we can get uh, William to star in it. We might even do a video before Christmas. You, you never know that. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, and there's Shane Riley saying this. What whiskey would you pair with curry sauce? Curry sauce is a bit strong, really, to, to do with anything, to take anything that would be uh, sort of refined and delicate. So you'd need something punchy. Um, I would go probably with a curry. Um, let me think. You need you need big bold flavors. So you're probably going to talk something like uh, a big repeated one. Um, to sort of go with a Depending on the curry, obviously, but you don't something you sort of almost clash with it. Probably an hard bag or something, give that a whirl. Um, you know, you'd have smoke and fire, uh, depending if it's a vandaloo or sort of uh, or higher, you know, a foul, something like that. I would probably go something about heavy, beat it. Um, yeah, sounds so, 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 so about right. Sounds about right. Now, if you take a masala, then it might, I might probably go with something a little bit spicy, like uh, a rye, sort of rye skin, maybe. Okay. Good, good, good. Now, remember, if you want to get in touch, uh, you, you all you have to do is uh, type it in here on YouTube or Facebook. We get the message. It appears on screen. We can answer it for you. And it's a good idea to get those mentions in before 10 to, because otherwise they come through at the last minute. They don't all get here, and then we can't answer them. Well, you can answer them, but we don't do it live on screen. So let me see. Uh, the Yule Price is saying... Uh, Lefroy would be good. Yeah, it might be all right. Yeah, it might be good. It's, it's maybe a good, bit, bit good to have with a curry. Uh, but there you go. Trevor Watson is saying, what whiskey is Marty drinking tonight? What are you actually drinking tonight? Now, I've decided to give myself a little treat uh, because because I had paid employment, essentially. Yeah. Uh, I decided I'd treat myself. So I've went for the rather amazing Red Breast 12 Cask strength. De, de, de. Lovely. This is fabulous. Absolutely wonderful. Um, it, it's just, it, it takes all the boxes. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. We touch of, one wee touch of water, and there you go. Lucky for you, Mark Kerr saying a mild curry, maybe a Pars Gold label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, and Stanley Sung is saying the silky maybe would might work. It might work. Yeah, they, they, they're they're peaty. I'd be interested to try these these peaty ones that are all there's a plethora of peaty ones coming out all over the place, Marty, isn't there? Yeah, well the thing about it is what we could do is possibly get Chef Rob um to to, to, to do something like this. I'd maybe ask a Chef Rob the next time we're talking to him. Um, Slimish, Slimish Market Supper Club possibly well, I'll ask him um, so the next time whenever we go and do a wee uh, tasting thing with uh, with uh, Chef Rob and you steal my dulce again uh, <laughs> this is not forgotten Justin but uh, when, when, when we go in there I'll ask him and see what he thinks because he's, he's, he knows his food I know the whiskey he knows the food you know Right, we're halfway through the show. We're 26 minutes in tonight. Uh, we've got a lot to get through. We've got at least uh, half a dozen slides to get through tonight. So that's uh, a slide every uh, sort of minute or so before we get to the end and the recap. So let's look. Uh, what have we got in way of collectibles this week? Right. There's lots of people are now collecting whiskies, but there's also a collector's market for ephemera you know the stuff we, we touched on a lot of this one time before when we did advertising but lots and lots of stuff came out to to really promote 
uh, around whiskey and whiskey-related goods and all this kind of stuff. So this this is a whiskey soap. I don't have whiskey soap. No, at least I don't think. I actually have a bar of sitting up here. Soap from Sweeney's in Dublin for uh, James Joyce for Ulysses. I don't, I don't know why I mentioned that, but it's there anyway. So you have all these sort of whiskey-related products, but then you have whiskey collectibles as well. And the likes of the whiskey and honey soap, these kind of things are sold. It's a bit gimmicky, but all of this is really a little bit gimmicky to try and get you to do advertising, for you know, to, to advertise stuff and so on and so forth. The likes of these posters, these would have been put up in bars. I think everybody will have seen this kind of thing in pubs. These are now extremely collectible. This is obviously James McAllister and Son, established 1850, old Irish whiskey, and from my hometown in Ballymena, my, my wonderful the cultural centre of the world, uh, intellectual hub of the north, etc., etc. Anyway, so this is an original poster, and lots of this is very collectible. Now, if you go into lots of bars, lots of bars have these this kind of thing on show. But the collector's market has become, it's getting more and more, well, lucrative. So there's lots of reproductions. For example, I bought this. I didn't pay an awful lot of money for it. It was like, I think I maybe paid a 10 or 15 pound for it. This is a little reproduction mirror. This was probably made about 15 years ago. Maybe not even that. So it's nice to have, but it's not worth any money. Okay. Again, a couple of other things that I've picked up. Again, this is a Murphy's Soda Siphon. Murphy's is another uh, whiskey bonders and bottler in Palomina, and I paid like forty pounds for this. That's beautiful, Marty. That is beautiful. That beautiful. is that's iconic. It is, and uh, <laughs> it's very funny because I, I took two of the, the Murphy's family. Uh, members, the, the grandsons of Mr. Patrick Murphy to uh, round Balamina, showing them where the, the, their grandfather was. He was also mayor of Balamina twice. and He was made a a sir in the uh, papal orders. Uh, so he's so a very interesting guy, actually, really interesting. So, as I say, all of that, that's collectible. Again, you've put up uh, Whiskey on the Rocks. These will be kind of a gifty type thing for for Christmas. These are actually made from Elsa Craig granite. And the idea is you chill the rocks, you freeze the rocks, and then you can drop them in. They chill your whiskey without putting water in it. Now, most people think these are laughable, um, putting stones in your whiskey and all that kind of stuff. As I've said umpteen times before, Try and get whatever way you want. <laughs> you know, if you want to put chilled rocks in your whiskey, crack on. But what you'll find is most of these are bought for people for gifts. People will buy them to give them to people for the drink whiskey for Christmas. I've been given, I don't know, many sets of these. <laughs> Unfortunately, most of the time, they end up residing in the bin. There's not really a big lot. Um, <laughs> now, these are made from Elsa Craig, which I can see from the bottom of the road. <laughs> Just over there. But, uh, that's the same granite they make curling stones from. It, so, it, uh, it is. Mark Kerr is saying he's given away free bricks from Dunville's house if anybody wants one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, it's stuff with Dunville on it, you'll be, you'll, they'll be worth a fortune. Uh, but there is, there's a real collector's market for all this kind of thing. Um, the likes of these little jugs, again, they were little promotional jugs that were given away. This is probably only a few pounds, but you can pay substantial amounts of money for them. Uh, again, the candle, it's a bit of a gimmicky thing. I don't think it smells of whiskey in any way, shape, or form, but the idea you light it and blow it out, and the smoke filters through the air, and suddenly everything smells of whiskey. Some of these jugs are pretty cool, but I mean they're they're pretty cool. You don't see them everywhere anymore, do you really? Really. Um advertising budgets tend these days to go on TV commercials and and that kind of thing. 
I wish I wish it started to come on so- social media advertising Justin Kaching. But anyway, the uh, the likes of these now appear at auction all the time. The whole dedicated pub memorabilia. There's a name for this. It's brewabilia or something they call it now. Where lots of this stuff that used to be pub decoration, essentially, is now really, really collectible. But, same as everything else, you have to be very careful. There was an auction last week of a pub from County Down where it was ram-packed with all this collectible stuff. Fake? No. Most of it, all of it was original. But if you think... If you think the stuff that you have is reproduction or possibly a fake, because some of this stuff now is being faked because there's quite a lot of money in it. The likes of these little things here, uh, again, they're probably probably original, probably worth 50, 60 quid. So that will not be faked. Right? If, however... You go to, there was two mirrors for sale at the auction during the week, at the start of the week. The DWD mirrors. Right. And I'm going to, I'm going to flash them on screen, right? And I'm, right. I'm, I'm only going to put one on at a time, okay? Uh, but right. I, might, I might put the other one up, actually, right? Here's the two. Look at that one, right? And, of course, it's spot the difference time, Murray, isn't it? Yes, Justin. Now, one of these mirrors is worth a lot of money and one's not. The one that looks as if it's on the floor. It's this one below me, yep. This one below you. That sold for 70 euros. 70, okay? Not, okay. not a lot. The, not a lot of money. Not a lot of money. The other one. That sold for seven thousand euro. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So what I say, sometimes people have these mirrors and think, oh, it's worth a fortune, and they're not. And other times people have them and think, well, they probably might not be worth that much when they are. That would be a very, very, very painful mistake to make. It certainly would. That would be a terrible mistake to make, you know? Would be. Now, we mentioned earlier on about the Hart Bar and the, the Duke of York. Willie Jack, who owns both of them, he owns the company, collect, has collected these whiskey mirrors for a very long time. Now, there's a full of another mirror, the Murphy's one, and... Uh, which is upstairs in the hard bar and the up the upper bit of it, which is called Orpheus. Is that, is, that, is that the green one, is it? No, that's not it. No, no. that's not it. Do, do I have that one, do you? Uh, you should have, yeah. Which one is? Which one's that? The it, core... says, it says Murphy's in my reflections in it. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I do. Mm-hmm. There you go. That- so this is the same Patrick Murphy as this. Um, Willie Jack collects all the Balamina stuff because he comes from, from just outside it. There's the Seven Towers on it. The Seven Towers of Balamina. Yeah. yeah. The city of the Seven Towers. And anyone who doesn't knows the story knows that it's not a city and it never had Seven Towers. <laughs> so it's a chimney. But this was a launch for the Dunvilles uh, Port Morant cast I was at. And this is the mirror, one of the mirrors that's up there. Now the walls are festooned in these things. That mirror is probably worth five to seven thousand. Um and if you go around the walls in Orpheus, there are dozens of these. They are re- really, really collectible. Wally has collected these for a very, very long time. Uh, so the walls in Orpheus upstairs are worth an awful lot of money. That's why it's why there's an awful lot of security on the doors. Uh, but they are well worth seeing. Uh, if, you, if, fingers crossed, it opens again, it's worth even just getting up and just to have a look around the walls. Because there's, there's some really unique stuff 
Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it's very, very beautiful indeed. Very, very ornate and all. You know, it, it's just, just, just fantastic. Now, remember, if you like the show, uh, remember to comment, like, and share. Sure, hit share. Send it to all your friends and family. Uh, tell all your mates about it if they're into whiskey. Make sure you go onto YouTube, Irish Whiskey Review on YouTube, and hit subscribe and hit the bell. Doesn't cost anything. Just make sure you're signed in. Uh, and hit subscribe, and you'll never miss the show. And you'll be able to watch all of Marty's whiskey reviews as well, which are which are getting getting some attention, aren't they? My next my next review, Justin. We, we went for him again. I review this. Wow. Now this is a fairly cheap whiskey. This is without question the worst whiskey I've ever tasted, and that's a big claim. I would wash this down with proper 12. It is atrocious. So that's my next review. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, wow. Uh, wow. Wow. How a company as big as Grant's release something like that, I do not know. It's just shocking, shockingly bad. But anyway, I was saying about these mirrors. There are lots of these mirrors still floating about, and lots of them in pubs, etc., etc. Some people have them at home. Uh, they are worth checking out because some of them can be worth a fair amount of money now. Um, I think the most expensive sold recently for £12,000. So, as I say, very collectible, well worth having a look at. What, what about these uh, ceramic-style signs? Are, are they are they as collectible? I, I, I actually like ceramic signs better than I would like mirrors, to be honest. Well, that's enamel. That's a, that's that's a, yeah. Well, enamel ceramic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Korean whiskey back in the day was one of the most highly regarded uh, Irish whiskeys. The HC they, they they put that on it to say that it was sold in the House of Commons, uh -huh. was, uh, Commons, etc., etc. That sold this week. Which do you reckon that would be, just An old enamel sign. Uh, £200. £1,100. Wow. Yeah. So basically after fees, you, you, you're talking a, a grand, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, after uh, Well, it's €11,000, so normally the auction fees will be about 17.5%. Right, so? So you're probably talking it would be about £1,250. Wow. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, we're, we're getting some asked some very good questions tonight, Marty. We're about twenty minutes to run. We're two thirds uh, through the show. Go on YouTube, hit uh, subscribe and hit the bell. Okay, so you can comment and watch us on YouTube as well. Tell all your friends. It's very easier to to do a comment, like, and share on Facebook, but do follow us on uh, YouTube as well. Here's Shane O'Reilly has come back with a question. Any clues as to what is a genuine mirror? versus a modern copy uh it's hard to do because i've seen it on, on that salvage hunters they can make yeah. old ones look to, new ones look distressed and aged and old and stuff like that it's it's very hard and i'm unfortunately i'm not an expert in this kind of thing if you're going to spend big money on this there are facebook pages old people that collect these kind of things and they are much much better much better versed at knowing about this than I am if I'm ever going to buy anything like that I would I would either check with them or make sure it's through a reputable dealer I have a couple of friends I have one very good friend who has collected the stone jars and stuff um, the, the whiskey jugs and that kind of thing for a long time this sort of thing yeah he collects these um if if I seen one of those, they're not worth huge amounts of money, so probably they're not going to be faked. But sometimes what you'll find is people get transfers and put them on the front of them, which they just buy an ordinary sort of stone jar and get a transfer put on top of it and then sell it for an extra amount of money. They're not genuine. They're not worth anything more, really, than the, the ordinary stone jar. You're probably talking five, ten quid. Um, but the ones that are actually stamped, they can be worth a bit of money, too. 
they could be worth, you know, you could be talking a hundred, couple of hundred pounds for one of those. One like that there, that 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 sort of. Uh... Yeah, these are these are fairly common. They're not the, the Mitchell's Christine Lawn. That you would probably pay about a hundred pound for, but they're they're not very rare. But they are collectible. You know, they're, they're a very nice thing. They're a very sort of tactile thing to hold. You know, that that sort of earthenware jar. Uh, again, they're not ever going to be worth big money. But if you know, if somebody comes in and says to you. I have a couple of those joint to take them. Well, they're giving you quite a nice gift. You know, so what I'm saying is lots of this isn't worth massive money. Some of it is, but not all of it. But it's it, it, it's all the collectible stuff, you know. I mean, the likes of these glasses. Uh, these are my glass, my glass. But I have a little one from, from Springbank that I got when I was over at Springbank one time. So Campbelltown Malts, this little thing. Again, it's really only a collectible. Um, the promotional stuff from the Connacht Whiskey Distillery. Again, a Dunville's one. I think uh, guys who were doing our whiskey tasting uh, from the Dunville's way back weeks ago. I think, uh, if memory serves, I think Jarlath sent one of those out, did he not? Uh, then there's this one, another little funky glass from Middleton. A Middleton very rare glass. With a little notch in it, so you can hold and all that kind of stuff. Again, it's just promotional stuff. That glass there is probably worth 15, 20 quid because it's quite rare. The likes of these, they're they're not very collectible, really. But when the likes of this came out originally, this wasn't collectible, so it's maybe worth hanging on to something. Is it down to taste? Because some of these things are, are really quite highly decorative, aren't they? It, it, but Justin, it's a bit like there's people out there who collect uh, the, the McDonald's toys from Happy Meals. <laughs> you know when they were when they were mass produced in, in I don't know South Korea or wherever it was they were produced. They're, they're small little bits of plastic that people played with them and threw them away. Um, now some of those are worth well <laughs> a, a fair amount of money. So it's hard. Excuse me. It's hard to know exactly what um, what's going to be collectible, but you can you can have a fair idea uh, that you know the likes of, the likes of these kind of things. They're always going to have some sort of decorative value, if nothing else. Some of the promotional stuff will be worth a bit of money. Uh, the likes the likes of that the Springbank thing they sell them in the gift shop. I, I, I was given that as long as I remember. Um, it could be it could be collectible, and it might not be. It's hard to know. If, 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 if it's hard and fast rule, everybody would just play the same thing, you know. But sure like the stuff. I, I, is it true that you're going to be appearing on a rugby show? Is that true? I, I, I may I may do a slight defection. <laughs> uh, or uh, we have we have people who get social media understand that you share your stuff, you know. Uh, we're going to get, I'm going to give away a little secret, but uh, people are copying us anyway, so we might as well do this. <laughs> you know, I expect to see this week in whiskey appearing on other other uh, <laughs> other shows very shortly. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> uh, we have a a, a, a fellow uh, rugby enthusiast who cross promotes us, and we we mention them. So if you're interested in rugby, uh, go check out Joe Shepherd's. Uh, Three blokes, a ball and a board, uh, which is on screen now, because, well, he get he gets it, uh, and he, he, he knows that people that drink whiskey, drink alcohol, like rugby. Could be, and people who, who like rugby may like a drink. So we, we, we share our information, and I might be appearing on his show. So there you go. There you go. What Wonderful stuff. Now, we've got a few other things here. and, and uh, Some of this okay. stuff I've, I've seen, and some of it I haven't. What is what is that there? What 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 is what is that a mirror or is it not a mirror? Does that uh, count as a mirror? Again, this, this is coming from the heart bar. It's not a mirror. It's basically to say the heart bar is on the, the health on the former offices of Bush Mills in Belfast, uh, and it's basically just a promotional thing. It's basically just something to say. That, that's where they're there. It's not a mirror, but it, it's it's 
it's a fairly decorative uh, piece, you know. It's pretty, it's pretty cool looking. It is pretty cool, you know. Imagine you would pay quite a lot of money for that. That that wouldn't have been that wouldn't have been cheap. I bet you there's some aficionados are going to say we've got the date wrong in that, but it's their date. This is 1784 in that one. Yes, that's when the, the Bushmills Company was established. On a boat with Bushmills. Everybody, everybody thinks I have an absolute mountain of whiskey lying in below here, but I, I don't, there's only a few bottles. All the rest of it's over there. No, just, no, no, no. DHL deliver them. They come from the prop store out the back. <laughs> They're like my hats, Marty. They come from the prop store. <laughs> You know, look, I've, look, look, they come from the prop store. Look, it's get, it's cold out there. Please don't wear hats, Justin, please. <laughs> <laughs> These balls in 1608, uh, as we know, Bushmills was granted a patent or a, a license uh, back in 1608 by King James, and that's why they put 1608 on it. But that was for the townland. The actual company wasn't established until the late 18th century, so, so we didn't get a role. Well, uh, there's, there's a couple of other things. I mean, what about these sort of uh, collectibles, uh, these uh, sort of fancy boxes that come in now? Uh, you know, uh, do people keep them? You know, do people keep them? I, I keep things like iPad boxes and stuff like that because what do you see? What do you see? You keep, keep an iPad box, you know, you keep them in good condition. There's there's people there's people want them. People collect this kind of stuff to us and people just like People collect old computers, you know, the old BBC green screen computers. People collect them because they think they're iconic. The, the old, the old IMAX, you know, the, the very decorative IMAX. Yep. With the yep. People just keep them sitting there. Yeah. Because they're decorative. Yeah, this is an interesting one because this is a modern release uh, by, by the good folk down at Dunville's. This is a Port Moran uh, rum cast finish. What you're looking at there is six hundred pounds to buy, or five hundred and eighty-five if memory serves. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you look at the mirror on the inside of the box, you see on the left-hand side. Well, that's an actual mirror there. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, okay. What you're getting for your five hundred and eighty-five quid is you're getting that little booklet which is filled of advertising stuff from way back in the day they sent a historian they sent a, a girl over to america check out old adverts and stuff so you're getting all the sort of history of the adverts dumbbells the little miniature is a miniature of the the rum that was in the cast that they then bought and subsequently aged the whiskey in so it's 41 year old rum from port moran guyana you wouldn't be able to afford to buy, not even on your wages, Justin, could you afford to buy a bottle for English or old rum? None of that. So get, you'll get a taste of that if you wish. You get the, and then the bottle of the whiskey, which is cask strength hand numbered and limited to eight casks, four for the UK and Ireland, uh, I think, and then four went to the States. But then you also get a mirror. Now, you can only get that mirror if you buy a bottle of that. Wow. Now, that might not seem like a big deal now, but when that poster was first printed, what would that have cost, Justin? Pennies. Yes. So, £585 seems a lot of money, but I'm going to suggest that that mirror, in a not too distant future, possibly you know, 15, 20 years' time, that mirror is going to be fairly collectible in its own right. Might not be worth six hundred pound, but it might. So I know lots of people. There's, you can, these are still available to buy. You know, they're, they're still they're, they didn't sell out because a lot of people said it was very expensive for a whiskey. Add together what it is, and it's maybe not as as expensive as you think. You know. Yeah, so it's a weird one. That certainly, if you're into that sort of thing, you're striking off rum, Dunvalls, and a mirror in one go. You are put it like this: you can only buy those mirrors if you buy that, buy that presentation pack, that whiskey. So again, it's it's very much. Uh, I don't think it's ever going to be worth less than what you paid for. Yeah, you're probably right there. 
Now, we're in the final 10 minutes of the show. Uh, if you want to say hello, do say hello. Uh, William's saying he's trying a sax tonight on your recommendation. Very nice. Yeah. He's trying. Sorry. Repeat that again, Justin. A sexton tonight? Ah, I, I missed the tone bit there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought my recommendation there was there was a couple of people having fun tonight. No. Anyway. Yes. Uh, and Kit Charles. Uh, is uh, raising a glass to Brenton and Senna tonight. Uh, they're saying a Kelowna uh, would be nice. I think that's with the curry as well. Yes, the, uh, they were talking about the curry earlier on and what, what would be nice with it, a peated, a peated one. Mm. Uh, oh, Cologne, Cologne, uh, Cologne have actually just brought out a, a dark rum this, last, this week, last week. Um, the, 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 remember we did one where we talked about the Solera method? Yes, yes. Brendan down in Cologne have used the Solera method to make a dark rum from their own flame, heat it, uh, tiny little, tiny little stills. I haven't tried it yet. I'm very remiss of me. I haven't tried it, but uh, I, I, I think it would be very good. If, if, you, if you're a rum fan, it might be well worth checking out, finding a bottle of Cologne dark rum. Lovely, lovely. Uh, what are we? What are we? What are we supposed to be getting sent? What's what's coming out? There's a, a new one coming out uh, from uh, that PR company that got in touch with us this week. What, what's that that we're due? A 26 year old is it, or something like that? No, there's Bushmills are going to be bringing out in the not too distant future a Causeway series. I think it's called. Uh, I love Bushmills. But I have been critical of them in the past because I think they're a little bit stayed, a little bit. Their core range is fabulous, but a little bit boring. And where all these other new whiskey companies are bringing out organic whiskies and triple peated, you know, triple still peated whiskies and rum cask finishes and this finish and tequila finish and that, Bushmills have sort of stuck to their guns and kept. Well, they brought out the acacia wood, which I showed there a minute ago. Uh -huh. I thought. Absolutely, that's what you Bushmills need to be doing. They have probably the best whiskey. I think everybody knows that they have the best whiskey stock in in Ireland. But they just it just seems to be slightly missing the point over the last little while. Uh, and, and hopefully, with this cast Causeway series, we don't really know what it is they're going to be bringing out. But I think it's some sort of single casks and cask strengths and this kind of stuff. So. Really looking forward to that. Not going to be yes. Uh, you never know. You might be surprised. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Justin, that's the thing. I'm surprised that they haven't done it before. That's that's the surprising. <laughs> that's the surprising thing. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Now uh, we've also good news because not everybody uh, wants to sit down at a screen. You might be walking the dog. You might be driving in the car. Uh, I don't think it's a good idea to. Uh, Drive in the car, even if it is uh, a Telsa, uh, and watch this show. Uh, no. So, so uh, we have done a thing, and you're actually over the moon that you're you're on Spotify now. You're on uh, iTunes. You're on Google Podcasts. You're on all the big names in the podcast, and this is where you get them. Look at that there. You can see them all there. We 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 went multi-platform. We're we're in everything now, Justin. We're yeah. all over the place. Yeah, we're, we're, we're in absolutely this. There's about uh, going on for uh, uh, 25, 20, 23 shows on there, and they're all there, and you can scroll down them all, see them all, share them. You can even message us from it. Uh, Anchor.fm uh, anchor is where they're at, and you can actually uh, get them on your preferred platform as well, but they're all hosted at Anchor. Uh, FM, which is basically appearing on the screen here as we speak. So uh, we're on Spotify, aren't we? Did you put us on Spotify? Yes, we're on Spotify. It, it's it's strange the way uh, uh, audio works because you you host it somewhere and it's fed elsewhere with an RSS feed. But uh, that's where they're mainly hosted there, uh, which is. Anchor FM, but you'll find them on iTunes, where 47% of people are downloading them, and on Google as well. But iTunes is the main one. But it basically, it's on 
I think it says eight different platforms there. So uh, you, you basically got the whole gamut. You have uh, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Castbox, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Straight RSS feed. If you have a client for that sort of thing as well. Now, uh, final uh, bit of the show here. Uh, people are agreeing with you. J.P. O'Rourden is saying, couldn't agree more with you there. Uh, Ree Bush Mills, I think everyone wants to see them do more. There you go. Uh, Everybody loves them. Everybody loves them. But they do. A lot of it's absolutely fabulous. Some of it not so much, but most of it's fabulous. And their spirit's amazing. I just wish it'd be a bit more exciting. A bit more exciting. And hopefully this with the Causeway series, that's what's going to happen. Okay. Uh, Peter Mulcahy is saying, has the Causeway series been released in Australia already? Remember reading something? We're not, we're not privy to that, that. Is that. Is that the case? They have, they have released a 27-year-old uh, whiskey in Australia. Uh, I don't know whether that's the Causeway series. I don't think it is. Uh, I think this is something different again, which um, we'll have to just wait and see. Uh, I, I'm not in Australia, unfortunately. But no, the, the thing about it is, I, I think it's slightly different. I think it's a slightly different thing. I'm not sure. Yeah, it could be product testing of some sort. You wouldn't know. Uh, let me see. Uh, Peter McCabe is saying he likes my hat. No, no, you don't like my hat? No, 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 no. Okay. Peter really likes your hat, Justin. I think oh. he's wearing a hat really. I might be going to send him the hat. Uh, let me see. There, there's where to find us on, on Anchor, Irish Whiskey Review. Uh, uh, Jared Garland is saying he's a big Spotify fan, and he's followed us. There you go. It's the same show without the pictures, okay? It's the same show without the pictures. You have to do visualize it. And then Mark Kerr saying what he's saying what you think. Will they ever beat a black bush and uh, a Coke Zero, will they? <laughs> Coke Zero, I'll hit you in the head with Coke Zero. <laughs> black, black bush for my money, uh, as an entry, as a, a bargain whiskey, is very hard to beat. But the quality of it, the, the, the price of it, 20, £2.25 for a bottle of whiskey, you have to remember £11 of that tax, plus what the shop's going to take, etc. etc. It's about 70, 70 plus percent malt, sherry cast finish. It's fabulous, fabulous whiskey. Um, so if they bring out something at 25 quid, 25 pound, that's better than Black Bush, I'd be astonished. There's never <laughs> any Black Bush in my house because I keep drinking it all. <laughs> so it seems daft. I really like it, but I, I just, I, it just disappears extremely quick. So, uh, yeah. Right. And well, we're, we're, what are we, less than 100 days from Christmas? Uh, this is what you need to buy the wife a whiskey scented candle. She'll, oh, love, she'll love you for it. They love these whiskey scented candles, don't they? That's from the wonderful. I stayed there a couple of years ago. You can actually stay in a distillery, the Rassi distillery, which if you don't know where Rassi is, Rassi is, you have to go across to the Isle of Skye drive up and then get another ferry to go to Rassi. There's about 100 people live in this place. And from there, there's a big, massive glass window. When you look across the sky, and sky, the outer sky is lit up by the sun, and then about 10 minutes later, the clouds come in and it goes all dark and it's lashing me rain. It's absolutely beautiful. The whiskey they're making will be extremely good. Uh, as I say, I stayed there on a, a, on a Saturday evening and they have a whiskey bar, but no one manning it, Justin. <laughs> hold on, hold on to get my hat. I'm going. <laughs> they have lots of they had lots and lots of very nice whiskies. And you had it was an honesty bar, Justin. And as you know, I'm as honest as the day is long. I wrote down every single whiskey I took, every single one, about six different whiskies I took, and I wrote them all down because I'm an honest kind of guy. The problem was I couldn't find the measure thing. I couldn't figure, I couldn't find where you got the, uh, you know, the, the 35 mil measure thing, unfortunately. All right. unfortunately. 
So I had to guess, I had to use my best judgment. And I think about that much there is about 35 mil, unless I'm mistaken. <laughs> yeah, a wonderful night. It was super. Listen, we're going to leave it there. We're coming up on the 60-minute mark. Uh, I think we're past the 60-minute mark now, actually. Uh, some great comments tonight. Uh, so enjoy your show. Uh, thank you, Marty and Dust <laughs> Justin. Uh, Mark Kerr, does it evaporate very fast at room temperature? The candle, probably, yeah. And <laughs> we'll, we'll leave this uh, comment here. Patrick's agreeing with on, on the black bush. And, uh, well, I'll maybe cut this out. Uh, we're going to be the Grinch, and it looks like you, you'll like this. We might not be doing Christmas this year. Bah, humbug. Bah, humbug. We'll be doing some sort of Christmas. We'll just, we just have to make it as good as we can. Um, who knows? Who knows? Right, thank you very much. Catch you next week, Marty. Uh, that's all for tonight. Thank you. Stay safe, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.